That was a classic episode. This is going to be a classic episode. Good morning, Noodleberg Daily Huddle. So excited to be with you guys this morning. We are full of great content for today. We're going to be celebrating. We're going to be we're going to be high fiving. We're going to be doing all kinds of great stuff on this show. So I'm excited to spend the morning with you. Good morning, gentlemen. Before we even get into it, the anticipation of what's going to happen today—it's <laughs> epic, instant classic all over it. You know. Well, let me let me give a little backstory to everybody on how we kind of operate. So whoever's day it is to put together the content, emails the full you know outline with all of the content and links to everybody in the organization the, the night before. Well, Shay loaded it last night and sent a sent a confirmation that it was loaded and said, this is a good one. And then you woke up this morning and read it and said, oh, this is a good one. I so it. it's a great one. Just absolutely amazing. So really good stuff. Everybody's rolling in today. Good morning, Debbie Hammer. Great to see you. Chris, Christian White, my man, I get to spend some quality time with you today. Looking forward to it. All is John good. Mark, John Mark Basada with the first comment in. I do like to shout out who's the first comment because we are competing here daily. And uh, it's always important to shout out who gets the first one. I love it. I love it. I love it. So did your word Wednesday, did you learn a new word? Did a word come up? Did you just, you know, what, what happened? Um, no, I don't think I learned a new word, but I think I was paying extra attention to the words that were being said. Um, I talked a lot yesterday about accountability, actually, which is our favorite A word. So that was great. Um, you know, and anytime we get to talk a lot about that, but I do want to give a shout out to Ellen O'Haloran, who actually is a great story. Okay. She watches the huddle regularly. I'm walking out of the wilder after our after our reception on Friday, right? right? I'm, I'm walking by. And you were and barely walking, I might add. <laughs> I was definitely feeling no pain at that point. And I, I'm walking towards our Uber, which is going to take us down to Miami. And she goes, Mark Noodleberg. And I was like, hello. <laughs> you know, like, not, <laughs> not good on your wedding night. Not good. <laughs> she goes, I watch the huddle every day. And I was like, oh, so cool. So we went back and forth. She hit me on LinkedIn with a connection request immediately. So her and I are connected now. We're going to have virtual coffee. But you never know where you're going to run into somebody from the huddle, including walking out of your wedding reception. So, uh, yeah, I was on Las Solas last night. The same thing happened to me. I ran into Tyler, the guy that worked at UM. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he uh, moved on. He's working at Stryker. So shout out to all the people at Stryker. We'll be talking to them today. Uh, good, 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 good stuff, man. That's awesome. Well, Shay, wake us up with some wake up music and then let's get into some content. Well, 
good morning to everybody. And I am so excited for today because it's a lot about celebration. And for me as a coach, building individuals, building organizations, building teams, celebrating is so important. And I don't think that there's a better way to celebrate than with a high five, right? Like if that's not the ultimate, after something great happens, you see somebody and it's a massive high five. Well, today is national high five day. So, so we're going to be talking about so all that, that high five. That works across every platform, business, life, all occasions. Hey, what's up? High five. You know, it's like, uh, I love the, uh, you know, the emotion that comes with it, whether you're an athlete, whether you're in business, whether you're just in life. I mean, it's good stuff. Exactly. And so we're going to talk about all the, all about the high five, but as we like to do here, we like to figure out where things come from, the origin of things. Do you know where the high five comes from? We actually have a short little video because only rightfully so that maybe the coolest man in baseball gets credited with inventing the high five, but here's a little story behind it. Then as he crossed home plate, another slice of history transpired. Glenn Burke's so excited, and he raises his arm high into the air. He had his hand back like this, so what was I supposed to do? So I hit his hand. And that suddenly becomes the first high five in baseball history. It was no big deal. Glenn Burke did it, not me. Everybody says it was me, it was Glenn. Dusty really became part of the Southern California landscape. He was the cool Dodger because he had the wristband. It was every single day this guy would show up looking like he ought to be on a magazine cover. All the little things add up to who you are and your character and, and your personality. There's, I've always said there's two things, style and class, and Dusty had both. So there's so many things to unpack in that short little clip about Dusty Baker. Right. Like, all of the little things that make up your character, there's two things, style and class. But how cool is that, that Dusty Baker, for those of you who don't know who he is, a long time, yeah, go ahead, Shay. And Dusty still rocks his wristbands every game day. As a manager. So for those of you who don't know, he had a very successful career. And when that happened, the Dodgers became the first team in baseball history to have four players who hit 30 home runs or more. And so that's what they were so excited about was that Dusty became the fourth player on the team. They set the record. It was something unbelievable. And the high five was invented in baseball and went on to be super iconic. But – it's not just happening in sports, right? What do you got, Dad? Well, so there is another iconic moment that Dusty Baker is involved in. Do you know what it is? Uh, I, I don't. I know she knows. I know. And we don't have it loaded, but it is a fantastic moment that even goes beyond the high five. How cool. What is it? Shay, what is it? So, so I believe it was World Series – uh, guy was coming home and JT Snow was in the on deck circle. Guy was coming around third, and Dusty Baker's son ran out to oh, get the ball. to get the bat, and he picked him up. Oh, and JT him up. What he killed him. Would have killed him. That's <laughs> right. That, that's right. That was a great. That is a high five moment. People went berserk afterwards. You know that is a high five moment. But not only in sports is the high five happening. We have to give credit to this man for bringing the high five to sales. The best of the best. All right, classic. High five. A chimp's all right, high five. <laughs> he keeps asking me to give him a high five. 
That's the hot color. High five. High five. You're a salesman now. The high five is... But the high five is just so stupid. That's right. High five. On the flip side. High five. You couldn't just give him one high five? <laughs> so you gotta love David Putty and you gotta love the high five. But impossible to talk about the high five without showing some of these iconic high fives from movies. And then we're actually gonna talk about the benefits of high fives and what they do. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Can we just become best friends? Yep. Is how it's done. Wow. <laughs> bravo, bravo. That is the greatest compilation. Fantastic, fantastic work, you guys. That is um, groundbreaking. Fantastic. So some of those high fives are really highly executed high fives. Like, oh. first of all, the, the the top gun high fives, the feel Class. the need, the need for speed, and up top and then down low, like so good. But there is a video that talks about the etiquette of high fives because sometimes it's very difficult. But here's a tip for you that I bet most of you, hopefully most of you know, some of you probably don't. The key is to look at the elbow. It's not to look at the hand. But when you go to give somebody high five, look at the elbow you will never miss. So 100% of the time it's locked in. Sticking to our commitment to give you information that you can use daily as we get back after this pandemic, watch the elbow. <laughs> watch the elbow. You will never miss a high five as long as the eyes are on the elbow. Um, but so just talking about some of the benefits, because I really do believe that cultures of celebration breed success and high-fiving is an unbelievable way to do that. But just some of the positive outcomes of giving a high five, you know, it's a gesture of interactions with humans to celebrate togetherness. And I think in a time where we're not touching, we're not, you know, we've created the elbow bump and all the different things where we're not trying to hit our hands together. The high five is something that if you have an opportunity to bring it back or give it to somebody, it's so worth it. And I think it's maybe the best way to communicate positive feedback. Like I would get so excited in a team meeting or a special teams meeting, when somebody did something the right way, I'd walk over to them in the meeting and I'd give them a high five because it's not just about that person receiving it. It's about everybody seeing it. So when you work in an environment of people, what you do by giving the high five just creates ripples throughout the organization. Look at Todd, man. Way to go. <laughs> we need training, man. We need training. Yeah. Right. Is it the, and well, you know, there's a lot of bad things that can happen. 
like you know i think they call it the socket where somebody goes high five and the other person goes fist bump and it's like what are we doing here so so it's interesting because you know especially in football when you score a touchdown the first thing was to high five well people took that high five into all kinds of dancing which got crazy there is a methodology that says act like you've been there before so your celebration is very clean and very neat with a high five it's very Stable. simple it's simple it's stable. simple bang and done you know and you know in this crazy year that we had we couldn't do it but i think a couple people have said you know i miss that there's nothing like that because it is oh, magic touching hands and that's where all the, uh, the the chemistry happens man it's good there you go jennifer says, i miss high-fiving and shout out to shani who says the high-five is a very american thing she loves it but back home in venezuela it wasn't something people would do what an unbelievable opportunity shani to bring it to your family and bring the high-five in there for those of you who don't know shani she works with leukemia lymphoma society does an amazing job with that organization so if you guys don't know her make sure to reach out there well just think about that though bringing that to a new culture, you basically would be buddy. It's gotta start somewhere. And so the last piece of this little high five piece of content that we're talking about today is the digital high five. We talked about the digital transformation for a long time. And while we're living in this digital world, there's a lot of ways through social media, specifically through LinkedIn, that you can give a digital high five. You can like somebody's content, you can comment on somebody's content, you can share their content, you can send somebody a direct message, you could send them a video, you could send them a GIF, and you could actually use the high five emoji and put that in any of those places. So just by sharing somebody's people, somebody's content with a high five on it, unbelievable ways to while we're living in a digital world still accomplish the same thing so everybody knows that i love gifs i use gifs all the time the gif that i used was from the office the air high five yeah you know, <laughs> so you know um you know all of this is so much fun but when you do that you recognize somebody else you're letting them know that you feel like they're important and worthy of a high five so it's uh you know uh how many high fives do you have can you give out high fives all day you know it's it's uh you know the the, the book that i loved which was you know the subtle art of not giving a fuck it's yep. like you know, how many fucks do you really have how many high fives do you have and how many high fives can you give in a are day you, are you selective do you have a picture about who you give a high five to because you know, and this is the same thing with a handshake, that you're going to get somebody with the clammy hand? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, hyper, the hyperhidrosis syndrome. And people have it. It's a thing that you got to deal with. But yeah, and the, and the wet high five is definitely one of the high fives Where that you I could put in, <laughs> in the category. Um, but so, so today is National High Five Day. So celebrate it. Give somebody a high five. Give somebody a digital high five, create a piece of content about it, but an awesome opportunity for you guys to share that with people. The second part of the show today is going to be about hunger. We are here in, within this community. We obviously know we all have a deep hunger to get better. We have a hunger for knowledge, but this next piece of content is going to be about hunger for burgers, hunger for business, and how that all ties together. But before we get there, 
Let's listen to some morning motivational music. So I got to tell you, um, not too long ago, uh, there was a documentary, there is a documentary on Netflix about Duran Duran. Duran Duran has been successful in like four or five decades. They have, they were together, they were hot, they went away. They came back, they did something, they went away. The band split up, they went solo. They came, I mean, if you look at the body of work, so I went on Apple one day and just did all the essential Duran Duran, they put out a body of work, man. They are a group to be reckoned with. So, and their song is perfect. But today in history, the reason we're talking about hunger and being hungry is that today in history, Ray Kroc, for those of you who don't know who Ray Kroc is, he is the man who created the McDonald's franchise. Not the restaurant. McDonald's itself had already existed. He created the franchise model for them and created McDonald's the brand and created McDonald's the largest growing restaurant business in the in the country at the time than the world. Yeah, go ahead. There is a debate about whether he was a good guy or a bad guy for doing that. And so we'll talk about it. I, I think we'll talk about it because I, I'll, I'll set the stage for the video. So what had happened was is he met a group of men who had a company. They were the McDonald's brothers they had patented or they had created a, a restaurant system that made them super efficient and effective. And they had the name McDonald's and they were creating burgers. Ray met them. Ray wanted to grow the business far beyond what the, what the McDonald's brothers had really initially wanted to do. Eventually purchased the entire brand from them for $2.7 million because each of the brothers wanted a million dollars and $700,000 for taxes. They walked away with that. Ray walked away with McDonald's and then went and built the largest franchise in the world. Here's a video from the movie of Michael Keaton playing Ray Kroc as the founder. Then we're going to talk a little bit about it. I just have to ask you one thing, something I've never understood. All right. That day we met, we gave you the tour. Uh, what about it? We showed you everything. The whole system, all our secrets. We were an open book. So why didn't you just... Steal it? Just grab your ideas and run off and start my own business using all those ideas of yours? What a fail. How do you know? Am I the only one who got the kitchen tour? You must have invited lots of people back there. Hey, hon. 
How many of them succeeded? Lots of people started restaurants. As big as McDonald's. Of course not. No one ever has and no one ever will because they all lack uh, one thing that makes McDonald's special. Which is? <laughs> Even you don't know what it is. Enlighten me. It's not just the system, Dick. It's the name. That glorious name, McDonald's. I remember the first time I saw that name stretched across your stand out there. It was love at first sight. I knew right then and there I had to have it. And now. That's so, a great flick. That is a great, great flick. It's a phenomenal flick. And I, I, the importance of what he says there, and there's a ton of great quotes that we can talk about. We can go a little into a little bit of overtime to talk about it, but and we'll go to overtime. High five on that one. <laughs> <laughs> what he says there is that it's about the name. It's about that glorious name, which means it's about the brand. It's not the system. It's not the way they created burgers. It's not the secret sauce. It's not the golden fries. It is the brand. And in today's world where we talk about it all the time, you are the brand. And you have the opportunity to build that daily, yet I think still so many people don't understand the importance of it or what it really means. So it's interesting because your brand lives before and after you actually arrive. So there's a expectation of this weekend, we're going to see our man Feldman and yep. – staying at the Ritz. Well, there's an expectation of what it's like to stay at the Ritz that they've built. And then afterwards you have the memories of like, wow, that's that experience was amazing. So you're a hundred percent right that it's much more than all of this, that other stuff, because that's the commodity part. It's, Correct. This is the juice. This is the stuff. This is, you know, and everyone has their own DNA, which makes this conversation unbelievably unique because there's only one you right and so when you talk about your brand if you align and, and i've had this conversation with people that i coach if you align your brand with the things that you represent or the services that your company does you are completely missing the point because you're that is not your brand your brand is made up of who you are as a person it's the actual breathing and living. It's an organism in itself. It's the energy you show up with. It's the way you genuinely care about people. It's about being a giver. These are things that make up your brand, that make your brand different than other people's, which is what keep people coming back to you, regardless of what company you work with or for or own. And I am firmly committed to the fact that you provide a brand experience when you show up, you create an emotion in other people that you can't deny. It's interesting because tomorrow I was going to talk about this exercise that we've done with all of our clients. We used to do it corporately, but about the words that people use to describe you. And I'm going to show people how to own this. So for me, you know, there was a word that always came up every time I showed somewhere. They would go, blah, 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 and I'm going to do it tomorrow. But this is such a fascinating week because we talked about words. Brands are about the words. You know, it's, you know, are you premium? Are you 
discounter. You you could be any position you want. And what does it look like? Like on like the McDonald's brand is about the golden arches. You see the arches, you know you have a you have a memory and a feeling and emotion that's tied to that. You should people should see your name and it should bring up an emotion. It should bring up a memory. They should have a tie to your name to the, your face, and you have the ability to build that through social media daily. So, so here's where I'll give you uh, not a challenge, but a, sort of an add-on. Here's the you know, sure. condiment to, to what you're saying. No matter what, they have an emotion. It's either good, bad, or indifferent. There is yep. no nothing. It, you know, Correct. If, if you don't matter to me, that's your fault. Correct. You oh, bingo. Drop. To make me matter to you, and if I don't do a good job of that and you have a bad feeling, oh, by the way, salespeople who only call to make a sale create a bad feeling in someone's mind. They go, oh, this, this guy's calling again? Seriously, like, what do you, don't think the person on the other end knows that? That's a bad brand experience versus, hey, every time I talk to this guy, he makes me feel better. He motivates me. He, you know, it, you know, drives me to be better and feel better. If you listen, tell me something good was clearly about making people feel better. If yep. you show up and make people feel good, they want you around. So a thousand percent, they'll find know. a way to work with you because of how your brand, you as the brand, make them feel. And the Ooh. worst thing that could happen is when you work in an organization that when you show up a certain way and the organization doesn't match what you deliver as a human being, that's why it's so important about having a free agent mentality and making sure you align with whatever organization is that you work with so that everything happens together. Roll Tide. <laughs> Let's go. Fantastic Thursday. It Wait, is Jay, definitely Jay, a Jay, give us a bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Shout out to Jake Noodleberg, put together an unbelievable show. Shout out to you. A little bit of a video high five right here. Can we get a video high five on National High Five Day? Bang. There it is. Give somebody a high five. Have a fantastic Thursday. Go be great. Get 1% better. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this